the Beatles, and baseball? You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, when you start doing the Dougie to the theme song, there's we, we need to talk. Hey there, it's Wayne Coy with another episode of Locked on A's. Thank you for being here and making us your first listen every day, athletics fans. Also, a uh, big day for Sabrina. It's her birthday, so happy birthday to Sabrina. And we want to let you know the show is brought to you today by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper. Make your picks, and you can win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use the promo code. It's locked on. And you'll get up to a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. A lot of baseball going on. We want to talk about that. But before we do, uh, by all means, if you're an everydayer, let us know that in the comments, okay? Because uh, we want to shout you out, kind of like Sabrina for her birthday. We want everybody to to know. And I guess this party's in Castro Valley. Is that right? The home of Brody Brazil. And Rachel Maddow and Casper's hot dogs. Okay, so I'm a little hungry. Anyway, busy day in Major League Baseball yesterday in the playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah. Uh, if you had your money on the Phillies or the Diamondbacks or the Twins or the Rangers, well, get up to that window and collect on your bed because all four of them uh, swept their series two games to none. There was a sweep in every one of these series. Well, so much for drama, right? Best out of five. No, best out of three in the first round. It'll be best of five, I think, in the next round, though. The division series is what we're talking about, and it's Minnesota at Houston. Should be a good series. Texas at Baltimore. I'm going to let you know right now, Orioles, that's kind of who I'm rooting for in all of this. And, and for no reason, other than it's been a minute, and I think that uh, they're overdue. Dodgers, they're going to be hosting the Diamondbacks and Philadelphia travels uh, to Atlanta, you know, to do the chop, right? So uh, home field advantage for the Dodgers, for the Braves, for the Orioles, and for the Astros. All of the game ones will be on Saturday, and of course there will be coverage on television. I mean, this could really turn into a long day, uh, but it starts early in the morning, 10 a.m. Pacific time, and the American League, back-to-back -back games on uh, FS1, starting at 10 o'clock in the morning Pacific time. Then TBS takes over with the National League games, which are also back-to-back. -back. Phillies Braves starting at 3, and then right after that, it's Arizona at the Dodgers from Chavez Ravine. So all in all, that's kind of a big wow, right? I mean, if you're a baseball fan, you're living for this. This is that day where you wake up and you go, honey, Whatever happens, just keep the beer coming. Keep the chips and the dip coming because I ain't moving. It's like a football Sunday, but it's on a Saturday and it's baseball. Other than that, they're exactly alike, okay? All in all, 12 straight hours at least of playoff baseball, uh, even more when you factor in those pre- and post-game shows, right? So, so it's a long day. So buckle up. That's all I'm saying, and be careful out there. And A's fans, you know that I haven't exactly been uh, – light on my criticism of a particular newspaper. I don't want to mention their names, but, uh, well, it rhymes with Bavue Bernal, okay? And they're in Las Vegas. I'll say it. I don't care. Review Journal, the RJ. Yeah. 
which is, if you live here, it's the local rag. It's the one that uh, has been around the longest. It's been the mothership of newspapers in Las Vegas. And, uh, well, if you've been paying attention, you know that I have not been shy about telling you what they, and especially one of their writers, a guy by the name of Mick Akers, uh, have been passing off as what they call responsible journalism. And I think by every possible optic, it is the 180 of that, okay? In fact, if you just, you don't even have to squint, but you will certainly walk away with, if you pay any attention at all, the impression that the RJ and the Oakland A's, Dave Cavill, John Fisher, and the gang are uh, in bed with the Review Journal. And maybe painting the athletics in a negative light elsewhere, that's what's happening. You know, there might be a story in a national magazine. You can pretty much bet the farm if there's any sort of negative press, if anybody's at all critical, you can just start the timer because it won't be long before the Review Journal uh, plops out one of these articles that takes it and spins it the other way. They've got to basically, uh, you know, tell the world that whatever you read elsewhere, that's not necessarily true. And even if it is, pay no attention to the man behind the mirror. I'm just going to go ahead and give you this instead. And that's been their MO kind of since jump. Okay. Obviously they're getting input from the A's. If you recall when, when they announced that they were getting rid of the parallel paths and they were going to focus on Vegas, the story supposedly leaked. That's what Dave Cavill said. Story leaked. Yet, it had actual quotes from the president of the team, Mr. Cavill himself, in the story. You know, how does that happen if it leaked? Uh, all right, here comes the definitive smoking gun. If you already weren't thinking what I think, which is just basically that there's a lot of cover going on. Remember last week, I told you all about this lawsuit. Um, and for a while, we've been talking about this particular group. They're technically a PAC or PAC. Um, and what they're doing is, is they're trying to get enough signatures to get a referendum on the ballot to be able to challenge the public funding that has been okayed uh, for the A's to build their stadium over there at the Tropicana site. Referendum. That's our, that's our big word of the day. And this group, which is called um, Schools Over Stadiums, we talked about them in detail. They're being sued by this group, this group that has air quotes coming. Here they are. See them? Connections to the A's. That's what the story said. Basically, the Chronicle asked them if there was indeed a connection to the A's, and they said, well, of course there is. So there you go. Um, so what's happening now is, is that the plaintiffs in the lawsuit have been identified. And we actually mentioned this the other day. We told you about a guy named Thomas Morley. We told you that he is a private consultant and that he's a retired political director of Laborers Union uh, Local 870. 872, sorry. But what we didn't tell you, because we didn't have all the facts, is that He's also a lobbyist for guess who? Oh, I'll wait. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Right. The Review Journal. Oh, the plot thickens. There's like 1,100 registered lobbyists in the state of Nevada. The RJ's got one. His name, if you're following the bouncing ball here, is Thomas Morley. Thomas Morley, who is part of a group that are suing the teachers, 
that are associated with the Oakland A's are also doing the bidding for the Las Vegas Journal. Ethel, check the sheets because somebody's pooped the bed. This, this is one of those things where you're like, how could this happen? How could the Review Journal, how could the A's, how could, how could anybody that's involved not understand that you sort of need to, you know, if you're going to do that, and I wouldn't suggest you even do it at all, but if you're going to have those kinds of connections, you find a way to sort of cover your tracks to make it not so freaking obvious. You've got a lobbyist who's now a plaintiff in a lawsuit filed by a group that includes the A's that are suing teachers. All right, that is it in a nutshell. I don't know if you've ever heard the expression, they just can't stop stepping in it or they can't get out of their own way. But both of those, yes, I've heard those too. Both of those apply to the they in question. They can't stop stepping in it. They can't get out of their way. They equals the Oakland Athletics. Um, I don't, and I know they're your A's and they're my A's. So in a way we're supposed to be offended, but I'm not because I have nothing to do with this and neither do you. I swear nothing ceases to amaze me as it relates to this particular clown car that's driving down the road. And yes, that's John Fisher driving the car and that's Dave Cavill in the jump seat. Where's it going to go from here? I don't know. I need a Benny Hill music. That's what I need. So the question that I've got, and I'm going to continue to ask is, will Major League Baseball owners actually pay attention to all of this dysfunction, take note of it, and say, hmm, I'm considering exercising my vote as a Major League Baseball owner, and hmm, I'm about to say yes, for no relocation fee, by the way, to a group that has done nothing but screw up at every possible opportunity where they are right now. They're taking revenue sharing from us, and they're not putting the money back into the team. You don't see it on the field. And they're not paying a relocation fee, on and on and on and on. All the reasons that we've stacked up for you in previous episodes. And now you got this whole conflict of interest thing. I mean, it was just last week where we talked about another serious conflict of interest. In fact, two of them. Maybe you remember. Steve Hill, president of and I think he's also the CEO of the LVCVA, that's Las Vegas. I'm not going there. It's, it's the Las Vegas Convention Visitors Authority, okay? That's what LVCVA stands for. Well, he's also the head of the Stadium Authority, which are the people that were overseeing Allegiant Stadium and now would be overseeing anything to do with this new stadium. Steve Hill, same guy, Stadium Authority, also LVCVA, oh, and also represented the A's when the state legislators were all there listening to their argument uh, to pass SB1. He did, in fact, most of the talking, what well, was him and, for the record, Jeremy Aguero, right? So these jobs, and that's three of them that I can at least think of right there, they're all being held by the same person. So how does that not become a sticky wicket? I know, right? You're like, you, maybe you're just hearing this and you're like, what? 
Well, that's, that's been pretty much my reaction for a, a while now. Okay, and secondly, there was another conflict of interest that came with two of the three members of MLB's relocation committee being owners of teams who are literally threatening where they are now by saying if we don't get public funds to work on our stadium situation, well, we might have to think about going someplace else. These are the guys that are looking at the A's relocation and going to, you know, they're not going to be the only vote. It'll be all the owners, but they'll make recommendations certainly to the other owners. Two of the three are in the process of possibly doing the same exact thing. And the other one, well, he's just the coolest owner in baseball. Philly's owner, and I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm not remembering his last name, but I did watch him today standing uh, in front of the dugout in Philadelphia, tossing out baseballs to the Philly faithful. Okay, that's what an owner's supposed to do. And look at that team, right? Investing in the product, giving back to the community, having some fun, trying not to get sued because you hit somebody with a baseball. All of that is what you see good owners do, okay? So now that's the relocation committee. And again, another, another I think, conflict of interest that's right in front of your face. If you open your eyes and decide to pay attention to it. Now, if you don't, you don't. What do the Beatles have to do with baseball? Well, something, and I'm going to tell you in just a second, but first, Sleeper. I have to tell you about the Sleeper app. Uh, the clock is ticking now in the Major League Baseball playoffs. We're through with one round, moving on to the next. All the fun is happening. There is no time, like right now, uh, to take a chance. And 100 times your cash money on daily fantasy baseball. It's never been more exciting than it is right now. I mean, think about it. You got studs like Matt Olson and Bryce Harper and Mookie Betts. You pick more or less on stats that you like or maybe that you are real familiar with. Uh, strikeouts, walks, home runs, uh, RBI, whatever it is, up to 100 times payout on your Sleeper app. Get your picks right, and you can win big. Entries can be made in under a minute. That's the nice thing, too. Use promo code Locked On, and you're going to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms uh, for all the details. Okay. Anybody who knows me, and I mean really knows me, knows that I am a massive Beatles fan, okay? John, Paul, George, and Ringo mean a lot to me, and they have. In fact, I would say the Beatles are one of the three things, besides friends and family, let's not play that game, okay? Friends and family, of course, go first. But then when you get them out of the way, the, the other three things that I'm most passionate about are, not necessarily in this order, the Oakland slash Los Angeles slash Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders. Although I got to tell you, my, my interest level and uh, ability to withstand the BS with that organization is getting pretty thin too. Okay. But yeah, our Oakland A's, that would be another. And, uh, and the Beatles. I, uh, I dig me some, some Beatles music. In fact, I even manage and produce a Beatles tribute. Uh, that's been around for a long time. This particular production is called The Reunion Beatles, free commercial, reunionbeatles.com. You can check out the show there. All right. But yeah, that's how I'm, uh, how much I'm into them. They are my go-to musically. I like Lennon. I like McCartney. I like Harrison. I like the Beatles collectively. Ringo, I love you too. Okay. So anyway, I'm up this morning and I'm thinking about today's Locked On A's podcast. Let's see. What, what are we going to talk about? I knew we we're going to talk about the playoffs. Playoffs. Um, 
but I'm listening to the Beatles in the background. And that, sh that one song comes on that George sings from Abbey Road. Actually, he sings a couple, but um, not something. Here Comes the Sun, right? Great song, one of his best. Here comes the sun. Doo -doo -doo -doo. So I'm listening to that, and there are a couple of lines at the very beginning of the song that got me like right in that spot, okay? As it relates to today's podcast. Remember, Little Darlin', it's been a long, cold, lonely winter. Little darling, it feels like years since it's been here. Now, if you just think about that in relation to our team, and you take that section and you apply it to the Oakland A's, especially with all we've been through in 2023, on one hand, you're going to feel sadness and you're going to feel some sorrow, right? Because that's expressed. Long, cold, lonely winter. The, sh you know, the show that John Fisher has uh, presented us with and all the uh, shh that's gone with it. And still, on the other hand, that lyric leads to optimism. So, yeah, it could be a long, cold, lonely winter, but also right after that is sung in the song, Little Darlin', It's Been a Long, Cold, Lonely Winter, right after that, what does he say? He says, here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. It's all right. That's what he says. So depending on how you want to look at this, you're optimist, you're a pep pessimist, you're a pepsident, you brush your teeth, you're a Presbyterian, what, whatever side of the fence you're on, um, I'd try to look at the glass half full, okay? I want to know where you are. I want to know where you're at. Inquiring minds want to know. Because I know I, I'm... I'm on this boat every day. I go back and forth, you know, between feeling the long, cold, lonely winter and then thinking, no, here comes the sun. Here comes S.D. Ruiz. Here comes Joe Boyle, you know? So you try to find the bright spots, right? Where are you at? Are you mired in the long, cold, lonely winter? Or do you have hope that you're thawing out because, hey, here comes the sun? Let me know in the comments, would you please? I know I ask you to leave stuff in the comments all the time. First timer, uh, everydayer, uh, you know, got an idea, got an opinion. I ask for that stuff all the time. This time, though, specifically, I'm asking you, if you would, down below, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, and I want to know where your head is right now. You've put up with all the crap all year long. Where are you right now? On October 5th, 2023, where's your head? Do you feel like, hey, you know what? I'm staying positive. Things could be good. Or are you like done? Or maybe you're somewhere in the middle. Maybe you go back and forth like I'm telling you I do. I just want to know. And by the way, if you're not watching on YouTube, you could still share your opinion, and I want you to, and you could do that via Twitter, at LockedOnA's, okay? And uh, let me know what you think. I think it's probably normal for a, a you know codependent enabler who's in a toxic, dysfunctional relationship to question sometimes where you're at. And I, I've got some bottom line questions myself. And they are, one, do you still care? So that's the first one I want to know. Two, is the future bleak or bright? So as you're answering, as you're commenting, do you care still? Is your future or the A's future or your future as an A's fan, is it burning brightly or is it really bleak? And what, if anything, would have to happen for you to be 
like all happy, as happy as you've ever been, proud, got your belly full of Oakland A's. You feel like you just knocked back a big old plate of macaroni and cheese. They make you feel good. What would have to happen to get you to that place for you to be 100% vested and a proud card-carrying member of the Oakland A's fan elite? I would like to know. Inquiring minds want to know. So again, Twitter, YouTube, however you can get to me, that would be great. Um, just let me know. You know, as my mom used to say, her, her saying was, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. So I get it that it's heavy lifting to just express yourself. I understand that. But I think you got it in you to tell me how you feel. And I want to know. My mother also said, uh, shut the damn door. What are you, born in a barn? And if Tony Jackson jumped off a bridge, I suppose you'd jump off a bridge. Was your mom like my mom? Anyway, I might actually. <laughs> if things keep going this way. Up next, a big honor for one of our own. And we're excited about it. Big time, we'll tell you what it is. Bunches, though, wants all Locked On A's fans to know. You might have actually heard me talk about this app. It's very cool. Bunches, it's spelled exactly like you think it would be. Bunches is a new social network uh, built for sports fans. There's no politics. There's no doom. There's no gloom. Um, unless you're a Yankees fan, then there's a lot of that. Anyway, they recently uh, released this feature. It's called the scoreboard feature. And that lets you check on the live scores as they come in right there on the app. You can chat about the A's to your heart's content. Join the Locked On Bunch. Friends at Bunches have featured the Locked On MLB Bunch in the Discover tab. So you can click there. You can also click the link that's in the description right down there, down below, where you're going to leave your comments. Um, and you can join the Locked On MLB Bunch community today. Okay? Bunches. I love you. Bunches and bunches. Um, a big, big Locked On A's congratulations going out today to Las Vegas Aviators manager Fran Reardon. Because... He was just named the Pacific Coast League Manager of the Year for 2023. Second time he's had this honor. Team won 75 games, and I think more important than the wins or the losses is the growth that uh, you've been able to see. And remember, these are fast-tracked young players. These are players that probably a lot of them should still be in AAA, hanging out with Fran, playing for the Aviators, but... You know, there was a lot of movement between Las Vegas and Oakland this year. A lot of the youngsters moving up. And all of them benefactors of having spent time playing for Fran. Um, everybody that knows him says he's a great leader. The players love playing for him. And what a well-deserved honor. So, Fran, Fran, I'm a Fran fan. Congratulations on your manager of the year in the PCL award that you just got. Uh, you deserve it. Every bit of that. And good luck. Hey. Go win it again next year. I saw a really famous picture earlier today as I was looking for every day, by the way, just to take you behind the curtain. We do these um, YouTube thumbnails, right? So not only do we host the podcast, but we're kind of graphic artists and, you know, we're our fingers are in lots of pies. But as I'm looking through pictures, I see this picture of Reggie Jackson, you know, our Reg, number nine, 1971 playoffs, playoffs against the Baltimore Orioles. And this was a best of five series. Back then, they didn't, uh, they didn't have the wild card. They didn't do the division series. They just went right to the ALCS, okay? 
And um, a particular, the last game of the series, well, the Orioles won the first two in Baltimore. A couple of close games, but they won them both. Series shifts back to Oakland and try as they may, uh, the A's fought back to tie and then ultimately ended up losing five to three. All three of their runs, by the way, came on home runs. One by Captain Sal Bando and two by the aforementioned Reggie Jackson. Two in that game. So, yeah, check the calendar. October 5th. A star is born. It was Reggie's first opportunity to be in the postseason. And to say that he took it hard that they lost as a team that won over 100 games, I think they won 101, actually. And I think the Orioles did, too. 5-3, to three, they lost, so that meant a sweep for the Orioles. And for the A's, it meant a long, cold, lonely winter. <laughs> I don't know how long or how cold. They live in the Bay Area. But um, Reggie was very uh, distraught. And if you look at the picture, there's only two players left in the dugout. you got Sal Bando uh, sitting over on the you know, normal dugout seat. And then they're slumped over on the steps that come out of the dugout toward the field is Reggie. And the picture was taken like uh, five minutes or so, 10 minutes or so, after the dugout had completely cleared out, which is about 15 minutes after the game. They got out of there pretty quick. Uh, but Reggie just couldn't find it to get up and, and go to the locker room. I, he was really deep in the fields. And somebody took that picture, whoever it is. Great shot, right? Well, that happened on this date in history that the A's got swept by the Orioles and that particular picture was taken. And of course, on this day in A's history means on this day in A's history, Reggie, number nine, not happy in the dugout, Captain Sal there too. But just in case you're thinking, oh, what a sad, sad tale. You need to know that that was just the beginning for Mr. October. Uh, there was plenty more where that came from. In fact, enough to where his name is pretty much synonymous with the month. And what does that tell you? I'd like to say, oh, yeah, I'm Mr. June. Uh, but that's not the case. So the A's lost that series, of course. Uh, but then after that, they went on a run. To say they went on a run is an understatement. They went on to win their next six postseason series in a row. And that included beating the team that just beat them in 71, not once but twice. They played the Orioles, beat them in 73 and 74, and for good measure, the Detroit Tigers in 1972, okay? And then, of course, they went on to win the World Series every single one of those years. 72, they beat the Reds. 73, it was the Mets and Willie Mays in his last hurrah. 74, Popeye, Steve Garvey, Tommy Lasorda, and those Los Angeles Doyers. And we beat them in five games. I saw the last two, by the way, at the Coliseum. Spent the night there. I'll tell you that story on another episode. Anyway, to cap off the three-peat, they even won the division again in 1975. And I think if things maybe would have been a little different, maybe if it wasn't Boston, I think, I think the A's might have made it to the World Series again that year. Uh, they were up against a red-hot Red Sox team, Carlton Fisk. Remember the whole stay fair thing that he did and a great world series. I can't knock it. Reds and Red Sox. That was a great series in 75, but Hey, quite a run and certainly good enough to erase whatever pain was going through Reggie's mind at the time, but you feel for him, right? I mean, first time you, you think, Hey, this is it. You know, our team has grown together and keep this in mind. It was a bunch of kids who played together for a lot of years and then boom, 
all of a sudden started winning. It took a minute, okay? So think about that as you look at our very young team too. And remember that thanks to Fran Reardon and other managers in the system, these people, these players, have been playing, for the most part, with one another for a long, long time already. So it's kind of cool to see them come up together. Anyway, that loss to Baltimore this date in history, October 5th, 1971. Well, thanks a bunch. I'm not going to do another Bunches commercial. I'm just going to tell you, thanks a bunch for being here. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. We do appreciate that. If you are an everydayer, remember, leave it in the comments. And don't forget those comments I asked you for. I did, I'm going to fall just this short of begged. I'm not going to beg you. It's not becoming. But I certainly would love your feedback. It's just great when you can you can have a, a show that there where there's give and take between the host and the audience. And I certainly had that in radio, and I'd love to have it right here too. So do that. We'll get together again. You can count on it. It's Locked On A's, of course, your official A's podcast. I'm Wayne Coy. Till we meet again, keep on swinging.